1: Welcome to Military Network Radio. We are very glad that you have joined us today. We have a wonderful show coming for you. It's another in our series of CAM, or Complementary and Alternative Medicine Options for Veterans and Their Families. I'm joined today with co-host Pam Eggleston, and we're going to be talking today about EFT, Echo Foxtrot Tango, which stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. And our guest today is John D. Whites, who is an accredited, certified master trainer and trainer of trainers. So we've got the super trainer on here with us, who's going to explain this to us. And in simple terms that I have read, and John D., please correct me if I'm wrong. When I get to your introduction, this is potentially putting self-care for some conditions quite literally into your own hands with psychological acupressure. With that intro that may or may not be accurate, welcome John Dee to our Military Network Radio program today.
2: Thanks for having me, Linda. I appreciate that. And I thought you did a really good job of introducing what that might be all about.
1: Good, because I thought it made sense to me that way, but I I don't want to misrepresent what it is because you are the expert and that's why you're here today. So we are very, very pleased to have you. And I think this is one of the CAM therapies that is lesser known to the broader military audience, but from Friends and veterans I know that have utilized it, myself included, it does make a difference and can be used in conditions that is needed, but it can also be used as an anxiety reducer. And, and I'd love you just to tell us what is EFT, because you're the expert, and take it from there. So start at the basics.
2: Great. I'd be happy to, and I think that's a wonderful way to be able to just talk amongst ourselves. It's an anxiety or a stress reducer that you can use yourself. It's a way to feel better fast, and I think that that is where you want to meet people with what this is because primarily they care about what it does. Mm -hmm. They don't really care what it's called. And so I would like (laughs) to encourage... Isn't that true? Very
1: true. Very true.
2: We're Americans. We would like to feel better and fast, and we don't really care about what it is most of the time. Right. Um, However this little tool is as you said beautifully rendered into this superbly elegant package for self-care i like to say that this is the people's tool that doesn't mean that it can't be used by every stripe of therapist what it does mean is that Even I, even that person right over there could be able to feel better fast using this stress reducer. I like to say that EFT is an elegant combination of mindfulness and acupressure stress release Mm -hmm. that you can use for your own self-care or to help another. How's that? So far so good? Very much. Excellent.
1: It's great. What What does EFT
3: actually stand for? What does the acronym stand for?
2: It stands for emotional freedom techniques, implying that there is more of more than one, which there is. But it is an elegant family of techniques all in the family of things we now call energy psychology or energy medicine which is prime I would say from a cam perspective especially is the fastest growing segment of our uh, therapeutic and healthcare modality right now and great news it's about to reach the tipping point it's been out there for over 20 years and I believe now it's starting to reach that tipping point where more and more people hear about this word we call tapping. Mm -hmm. Now, tapping does incorporate more than just the EFT, let's call it brand. Uh, What I mean by that really is a particular protocol. That's just like this. That's EFT. But tapping incorporates many of its, let's call, sister modalities that are only changed in small ways. So tapping is an easy way to say, hey, have you tried tapping, or what's this tapping thing about? Then you don't have to get all tangled up in the acronyms or the um, The the initials that we've all had way too much of. And also, what we're asking them to tell us about is the tapping point or the tapping procedure is a way to stimulate the acupressure points without needles. Some people have even called it emotional acupressure Mm -hmm. without needles. So for those of you, though who are, let's call it, allergic to talking about your emotions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And veterans don't fall into that at all. Oh, there is. <laughs> That's great. That's great, John D. That's I love that.
2: <laughs> excellent. Well, I've got news for you, too. Uh, this little tiny tool is so powerful, it can also be used to reduce pain symptoms, body or somatic um, discomfort Mm -hmm. And it can also even be used for looping thoughts. How many of you know people who are pretty much stuck in their head, doing the same thing over and over and over? That would be most of us at
1: some point. Yes, right. Especially at at stressful times in the news, because I think things do tend to stick and cycle through again and again and again. So that's a very, very good um, additional explanation.
2: Excellent. So, so far, I want the takeaway to be the best thing about this is it's fast, it's easy, and you could use it for yourself or somebody else that you love. Okay? Mm -hmm. Second thing I want them to know is its main components are mindfulness, or let's call it focus. Many people are afraid of what I mean by mindfulness. Oh, I tried to meditate. That didn't work out. Let's just call it mindfulness or focus. Okay? All right. All right, and the other part is simple tapping on acupressure points, and there's arguably eight or nine of them that you would only have to reach out of the over 300 that an acupressurist or an acupuncturist would use. So that's good news. It's easy. It's fast. It combines focus and some acupressure stimulation of just a few points, and anybody can do it. So that's what I want people to take away.
1: I'm just wondering, Jandi, is this something you could actually give us a, a role play for by talking us through it today?
2: Absolutely, and I'll be happy to do that. I Whenever really... it
1: feels right for you, do that, But because I think that would be extremely helpful for people. Okay, uh, We don't Great. want to make it sound complicated, and it it is very, very valuable to know how to even take the first step toward help.
2: Beautiful. Well, the good news about that is the first step... Towards help is to hold the intention to do it. Mm-hmm. Just decide that you want some help. Okay, the second involves taking a step forward towards that, and almost any step will do. It's not confined to EFT. Okay, the third step about EFT is to understand that it is somewhat like an iceberg. The top of the iceberg that you see is going to be a mechanical, structural protocol I will teach you that's very, very simple. And just this past weekend, I was teaching it to 3-year-olds, 5-year-olds, and 7-year-olds, and 10-year-olds. So,
1: proof. All right, Pam, the pressure's on.
2: The pressure's right. on.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> We're going to access our inner
2: 10-year-old. Um, right. However, underneath the waterline, the part you can't see, is the beauty of EFT. You can use it in such surprisingly deep, profound, and comprehensive ways. And that is where we would go and look for an experienced facilitator or practitioner to help us out with, let's call it the tough stuff. EFT is surprising in what it can do right up front, easily and quickly. Knowing very little, but it is also capable of dealing with the most profound wounds to our heart, to our soul, and to our body, okay? So mm-hmm. just want to make sure you have that. All right, so what can people expect from trying it? Is it okay if I talk about that?
1: Oh, it absolutely is. We have, uh, I think, a little more than three minutes to go. Yes, three minutes to go. Okay. So you know, break it into something that we can come back after break if not. But, yes, please, no keep pressure. going. <laughs> no, 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 don't rush it. Uh, take your no,
2: time. I'm, I'm playing with you. The, the idea <laughs> is what you can expect is rapid relief, okay? So whether you are experiencing the feelings of overwhelm, emotional overwhelm or otherwise, or you are experiencing some pain symptom, or perhaps you are experiencing mere confusion, now, that would describe almost all of us at any given point in the day. You can expect very quickly to come to a point of greater clarity and a point of greater relief, even to the point of complete relief. How's that?
1: Sounds terrific.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely. And here's the best part, I think, is the takeaway. All of a sudden, we become re-empowered people. I can take care of myself in this moment. And just like those little uh, cards in our airline seat pocket, the first person I want to put on the oxygen mask for is myself.
3: I use that all the time, Jondi. When I'm I'm teaching yoga and doing these workshops, I use the same analogy with self-care and working with caregivers. Linda knows that, though. We've done so much of that together.
2: Beautiful. Well, it's true, though, right? We cannot be empowered to help another person if we are drowning ourselves.
1: Yes. Well, now you're talking about a large number of the population where increased overwhelm is there, anxiety is there. It can be a tough life sometimes, and no one ever said it would be easy, but the thought that you can actually take it into your own hands and have rapid relief is very powerful.
2: Absolutely, and especially if you are in a role of caregiver. You might be in the role of grandmother babysitting. Mm -hmm. You might be in the role of spouse, uh, mother of a recently returned veteran. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these are opportunities for you to see if I can take care of myself and get grounded and de-stress myself, then I am able to help another, including I'm able to teach another how they too will help themselves and carry this wonderful news out into the world.
1: Well, that's, I think what I want. that's fantastic because I think the independence part and, and not having to rely on others for some self-care that is truly beneficial is wonderful. And I think that is probably the biggest takeaway message I'm taking out of this first segment because, as you say, yes, it's for conditions, but it can also be used for that overwhelm, the, your mind looping thoughts, uh, anxiety, and stress reducer. So, thank you. Let's. We will continue this discussion for another 45 minutes after we have a short break. You're listening to Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back.
0: We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
4: Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. the kids in the summer, how to set up your one room schoolhouse, how obedience is paramount, and what to do with those snakes. Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So, join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNenning, Friday afternoons at 5 4 Central on TogiNet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond.
5: CNN reported that if you are not currently taking statin drugs to lower your cholesterol, you may soon be. The American Heart Association and the American College of Cardiology have changed the guidelines and are calling for a focus on risk factors rather than just cholesterol levels. Experts say the new guidelines could double the amount of people on medication to lower their cholesterol. Doctors have always centered in on numbers like total cholesterol, HDL, and LDL levels to determine if someone needs to take statin drugs. Going to the Risk Calculator on the American Heart Association's website will help you answer the questions of determining your risk. But remember, exercising daily helps condition the heart and lower your risk for heart disease. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our website at annettehammond.com.
0: Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference.
1: Hmm. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We are talking with John D. Whitus about EFT, a wonderful self-care mechanism for focused mindfulness to help us become independent in learning how to provide some anxiety reduction quickly to ourselves. We were talking before the break, John D., about the fact that this does allow personal self-care and independence, but it also helps us to bridge on our days when we're not overwhelmed and in need of it to helping build resilience and wholeness in ourselves and in others. So perhaps you could talk more about it in terms of its practice, and maybe we can try it ourselves on air if that's possible.
2: I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. And Besides using it for self-care and realizing we can take care of ourselves in the moment, I think that's the next best thing about EFT. Is I can actually recover all my resources. I can remember all the wonderful things I know to do. How many of us say to ourselves, Mike, you know, why didn't I remember to do that? Right. Okay. Well. Guilty. Well, exactly. (laughs) We're human. I'm going to diagnose you right now as human. Um, Excellent.
1: I've been concerned about that.
2: (laughs) So the idea is when I gather all my fluttery parts that are going everywhere because I'm upset or overwhelmed, I can return to what I would like to call wholeness. In other words, I've, I've got all my resources together. I'm grounded. I am capable again, and I'm able to remember what I know. Mm-hmm. to take care of myself that could be for a test that could be for how to get to a certain place uh, when I'm driving it could be what to do when there's a small crisis okay mm-hmm. and when we realize that we came through that and handily and were are able to make that difference that care that great action step that's when we begin to see and believe our resilience Mm -hmm. because resilience is based upon experience that is successful Mm -hmm. right so that's what i would like them to take away from that so that many times i know that especially for military families um, we're just in constant change now my family wasn't a military family even though i've got plenty of people in my family that have been in the military um I was the constant new kid. So I understand constant change from a slightly different perspective, but no no surprise all of my best friends, any school I went to, were military kids because we knew that things could change in a dime and we right. needed to somehow to bond together, solve a problem, take care of ourselves and feel that we could survive whatever that was
1: and even thrive. Yes,
2: absolutely, Mm -hmm. and that is resilience, when I realize I can do this, Mm -hmm. I got this, okay?
1: Yes, very much so.
2: Beautiful. So um, one of the things that uh, we're going to do today is provide a little validation, because you might think, hey, Jandi's a nice girl, and she seems really interesting, and got a lot to say, but why should I take her word for it? What is this thing? And I'm here to tell you that... Many good news uh, studies have been published now. I would say between 50 and 60, depending on your, um, who you would like to include in that, but, but over 50, let's go there, over 50 clinical field trial studies have been published in peer-reviewed journals. What that means is the people who count mm-hmm. in the research world have put it in journals where they read what's working and what's not working in field trial research. And of those, there have been 20 that also are randomized control studies. These are the ones that drug companies and others pay attention to. That means you can replicate it or you have also uh, controlled all the different variables. So over 20 of those meet that requirement. And then lately, there's a new thing called effect size. Well, nobody has to know what that is except for the fact I'm telling you that six of the studies out of the 50 plus are also researching that thing called effect size, which means a lot to people who care about research. Okay, The bottom line is there's plenty of studies out in the field right now, which is remarkable considering that EFT is impossible to make money from it's not Mm -hmm. a drug Mm -hmm. you don't have to buy equipment you don't have to buy refills you uh, don't have to keep going back to rejuvenate so there's no money in the the practice itself so that's the good news is it's not about making money the bad news is it's harder for us to get those kinds of studies in the market that would appeal to more hospitals more doctors more veterans administration type of uh, staffers but nevertheless there's a lot out there so I just want people to know has it been researched yes Are those pieces of research meaningful? Yes, they are statistically significant, which is science speak for you can see a big difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, And secondly, that it holds up over time. Three months later, six months later, nine months later, 12 months later, even 20 months later, the results are holding, and that's a beautiful thing. Okay?
1: That's very valuable information for people because I think that there are so many, um, I'll call them CAM therapies, that mm-hmm. get disdained because they don't have the studies evidence-based behind them. And this definitely does. And that, that makes it important. But you talk about letting people know. That's one of the reasons we asked you on the program today because we do, do know that EFT works. And we want our audience to know about this because – awareness will help increase the number of people who can begin to practice something that will make them feel better and raise quality of life.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me on to tell you that.
1: <laughs> You're I very that's welcome. My
2: purpose. I believe that's my purpose in the world is to spread good news, okay? And those people who are ready for better, willing to know about it or at least try it out, mm-hmm. those are my people. And it doesn't seem to matter to me um, if, if they are in this camp or that camp. It's just about being ready for better and ready to be open to, could this help me? That's the bottom line. Could this help me? And towards that end, well, let's see. Because I could talk about EFT all day, and I usually do. But um, it's an experiential kind of a thing where I believe that you would be able to see a quick difference um, just by trying it. So maybe we should try it. And because I want to make sure that everybody follows the very simple steps um, and is consistent in doing that, so they know they're doing it right, let's do something that is very current, um, very present, a very everyday kind of problem, so that it's not going to get too far out of hand. It's just an everyday kind of a problem. Okay. Okay. Do you, either of you, Pam or Linda, do you have anything going on right now, either a little ache or a pain or perhaps a uh, a sensation in your body that you don't like? Or maybe it is a thought that's giving you a little bit of worry or anxiety.
3: Yes. um, I have for the past couple of days. um, I have this right on my left shoulder blade right next to it. So the Mm -hmm. muscle underneath, the you know, it's not under the shoulder blade. It's right next. It's in between the spine and the shoulder blade on the left side. So there's been kind of like a nagging pain. I've been putting heat on it. I've been um, mindful um, as I practice yoga every day, you know, to not pop into wheel without Mm -hmm. being, (laughs) you know, warm um, or, you know, stretching. So, yeah, I have that.
2: Okay, beautiful. Is it all right if we use you as our study person today?
3: It's fine. It's okay. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) And this will allow other people to see how simple it is, and they don't have to get into a lot of their own business, shall we say, you know, because many people are shy about that, and rightfully so. So here's what I've got for Pam so far, listeners. And in a minute, I'm going to ask you to write down something for yourself. Pam has a left shoulder blade muscle Problem. It's a nagging pain that's very specific for her. That's what it's like for her. It's a nagging pain. It is specifically between the spine and her shoulder blade, and it's on the left side. So as you can see, Pam's given me lots of great personal, specific information. Okay. I would like her also to tell us about how much it hurts right now because we want to see if it made any difference for her. So if I gave you a scale of 0 no pain to 10 excruciating pain, where would you be on that scale right now Pam? Just check it out.
3: Okay. I'd say maybe 1.5 or 2. It's just kind of, as you know, it's annoying.
2: Okay. I'm going to mm-hmm. take the higher number. All right. Is there anything you actually have to do to get it even higher right now while we're talking? Because I want it to be as clear as possible to you that this intervention was worth your while.
3: Could I get that number higher? I could do a mm-hmm. twist and just kind of make it a little bit more nagging. Like Okay. <laughs> let's,
2: be, let's be mindful and right? careful by saying, I just want you to slowly twist just a tad to... To experience that number rising and then stop come back to me and give me the rating okay we're not going to hurt you
3: okay um i'd say that's still about maybe a 2.5 maybe.
2: okay 2.5 mm-hmm. so i didn't hurt you that's yeah. important everybody at home including linda here on the station with us i would like you to write down something just jot it down or keep it in your memory what specific little ache or pain are you having right this second very specific. What is that like for you? So in my case, I'm going to tell you, just like Pam told you, I have a nagging little pain in my left hip, and it's about a three of intensity right now, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's what I would write on my piece of paper, and that's all we need, something specific, and about how much. Those are the things that we need. Now, Pam, if you would please just get relaxed, okay, maybe you're sitting on a chair, maybe put your feet on the floor, just be comfortable where you are, all right, then we're going to apply the mechanical structural EFT phrase, which is very, very simple, and I'm going to ask you and just lead you through this little by little, I want you to put your hand in front of you so that you see the blade edge of your hand it doesn't matter which one that blade edge we call the karate chop just like little children have to you know play karate oh, chop that okay you. Mm-hmm. so i would like you to use one hand to tap lightly with your fingertips on the other hand's karate chop tapping lightly you don't want to hurt yourself just enough so you can feel it And it may or may not make a little bit of a sound. Doesn't matter. Let it be comfortable, okay?
1: Okay, and now we're going to hold that thought. Keep tapping, Pam, and we're going to go on a short break. You're listening to Military Network Radio. We'll be right back.
0: We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
4: This is TogiNet cutting edge radio.
6: Secret cuisines and sacred rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Velasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velasi's words. When we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette. Weave our own healing traditions and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars and salons. Her mantra is be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist and alchemist who likes to churn delightful useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11am Eastern Standard Time. Only here on
7: the Woohoo
6: Radio Network.
7: a 1913 silent film about Abraham Lincoln, starring Francis Ford, was found in a barn in New Hampshire. A man was cleaning out the barn, destined for demolition, when he found the film and a projector in the corner of the attic. The film was very well preserved, unlikely because it endured decades of New England winters in the barn. Apparently, there used to be a boys camp in the area, and silent films were a popular form of entertainment for the kids. The first public projection of a silent movie was in Paris in 1895. A live piano player added music to give necessary emotional cues. It must have been really irritating to have a person near you talking aloud during a silent movie. What's a word for a person who talks during a movie? A Milver. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference.
1: Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We were beginning a tapping function with Pam and her shoulder pain, and D resume right away.
2: Here we go. So Pam and I are still tapping on our karate chop. One hand is tapping on the blade side of the other hand, and we're simply going to tell the truth, which is how I like to talk about the mechanical EFT statement, which is just a structural statement, okay? So we have two parts here. Pam, we're going to tell the truth, and I believe in your case it sounds something like this. Even though I have a left shoulder blade muscle pain, it's nagging, and it's about oh 2.5 that it bothers me that's correct great now we're going to add the second half of the statement which is some type of acknowledgement or affirmation can we say something like i accept myself anyway
3: i accept myself anyway
2: great let's say it again and really get mindful the truth is i have a left shoulder blade muscle pain
3: The truth is, I have a left shoulder blade muscle pain. It's nagging. It's nagging.
2: But it's about a 2.5. It's
3: about a 2.5, though. And I
2: accept myself anyway.
3: And I accept myself anyway.
2: Good job. One more, and we'll just tie that up. I have this nagging left shoulder blade pain.
3: I have this nagging left shoulder blade pain.
2: And I accept myself anyway.
3: And I accept myself anyway.
2: Good job. See, simple, simple. Let's take the tapping finger hand and let's put it on the top of our head, up at the crown. And I want you just to use a reminder phrase, this nagging pain.
3: This nagging pain.
2: Good. Those of you at home can substitute your reminder phrase about how it is for you. But Pam and I are going to the beginning of the eyebrow and the bridge of your nose. So use that tapping hand to go to the beginning of the eyebrow right there at the bridge of your nose while you say your reminder phrase, this nagging pain.
3: This nagging pain.
2: Good job. Now I want you to follow your eyebrow all the way over to the side of your eye, still the bony part, not in the eye, not the temple, the bony part, right at the side of your eye. We're going to say the reminder point again, this nagging pain. This
3: nagging pain.
2: Good. Now, I want you to follow that bone below your eye. Below your eye on the bone, tap right there and say, this nagging pain.
3: This nagging pain.
2: Good job. Keep on tapping, but move your tapping hand to right below your nose, the space between your nose and your upper lip. Tap, 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 this nagging pain.
3: This nagging pain.
2: Good job. Now, I want you to tap just like that, but I want you to do it under your bottom lip, right there on your chin. This nagging pain.
3: This nagging pain.
2: Perfect. Now I want you to go below the little knob called your collarbone. You could be on your left one or your right one, doesn't matter. But come right underneath the knob and tap-tap there with your hand, just as you've been doing this nagging shoulder blade pain.
3: This nagging shoulder blade pain.
2: Great. And now there's just one more point I want you to know today. That's along the side of your rib cage under your arm. Okay, It's right about where a lady would have her bra strap. I want you to tap, tap, tap right there. This nagging pain in my shoulder.
3: This nagging pain in my shoulder.
2: Beautiful. Okay. Now that we know where the points are, I want you to just real quickly run through your body scan and ask yourself, stop tapping and say, what is that like for me right now? And let yourself just notice what is true for you. just report back. What is true for you right now about that pain?
3: What's true for me is that I feel relaxed, and Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not thinking about the pain, and I really don't notice it, but I am sitting in a chair, Mm -hmm. very relaxed, um, and not thinking about it.
2: Okay, great. And I'm going to ask you, so people don't think this is about distraction, because it's not, I want you to think about the pain itself. Go there very specifically. Mm -hmm. It's in my left side. It's near my shoulder blade. It's between my spine and my shoulder blade. And when I think of it specifically right now, what is that like for you?
3: What it's like for me is I don't feel any pain. I feel sensation, like an energy there, like something (laughs) has been there. Nice. Beautiful.
2: Beautiful. And that's what we want. Now, to be sure, audience at home, this is a very quick and specific and easy result that anyone can do. That doesn't mean... That it cures things, you know. Let's not jump off the deep end. But do you see that wow. your emotional component came out? I am relaxed. Right, right, right. Okay. A moment ago, you used the words nagging, okay, and I believe you also said annoying. Mm-hmm. And this is how our emotional state contributes to our pain and our sense of it e f t targets the emotional underpinnings of what's going on in our life
3: How does it that was phenomenal by the way um and but how would it work with i mean we're talking about energy i guess yes. and emotion yeah. mm-hmm. so what was going on with i guess my <laughs> there
2: <laughs> i question, by the way. Our bodies are essentially a very complicated and wondrous electrical system. We know that because when we go to the doctor, we have EEGs and EKGs. It's measuring the electrical energy of organs in our system. So we know that we are, in fact, an electrical system. And the The Asian medicine, specifically Chinese medicine, knew that thousands of years ago. That we have an electricity or a force they call qi that goes through our whole body. I think vital life force would be a good Western analogy for that. So what happens, according to a lot of different studies that are out now, as well as Gary Craig's original impression of this back in the 90s, was we are conscious, of an energy disruption in our system. That's what a negative emotion is. There's something in our system that is negative, that is disrupting our natural flow. Okay? So annoying would interrupt my natural flow. By removing the annoying from my energy system, my energy flows freely, a.k.a. I am relaxed. I feel you know, good.
1: I'm sorry, Johny. I didn't mean to interrupt. I see how this can work because of the emotional um, increasing, the somatizing, the physical aspects of conditions. Can you explain or, or does it work mm-hmm. for the larger conditions such as PTSD? You feel it triggered. Is, there, is it effective for something like that, which is a bit more serious?
2: It surely is. And, and refer back to that image I painted for you of the iceberg. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what we experienced here together and we're talking about was the tip of the iceberg. Very simple. Even though I have a problem, I accept myself anyway kind of statement with about eight tapping points on the system. That's it. That's all Mm -hmm. we did. But below that, that we can't see are ways to work with more serious conditions, chronic pain, PTSD, um, traumatic experience. Including when we have medical trauma as a child, or mm-hmm. perhaps we have just returned from a specialist who, let's, uh, let's call it, they're not a specialist in bedside manner, and they have delivered a diagnosis that is traumatic in itself. Right. Okay, so these are deeper problems, all right? EFT works the same way, structurally, as I showed Pam. However, we'll do a little bit more detective work, as I like to call it. In other words, find out a bit more about it. When does it happen? When doesn't it happen? What makes it worse? How how old is this for you? When did you first notice you had it? Very simple detective questions so that we have a handle on what's going on. And then we can target our feelings about it. We can get rid of those, neutralize, in other words, the negative emotion that is exacerbating our problem, right? And we can also find surprising relief for things like PTSD, which, by the way, is just now becoming so much better understood. You know,
1: Jandi, that, that yeah, brings I up agree. an interesting point. As I do agree with you that it is becoming better understood, but emotions are difficult for many veterans to talk about.
2: Yes, they are.
1: So how do you get past that?
2: Thank you. Beautiful question. I am a volunteer for Operation Emotional Freedom, which okay. uh, has a film, and it um, also, it's a film of documentation of very very high PTSD cases that were relieved with this tool. OperationEmotionalFreedom.com. Excellent. I'm also. Okay. I'm also. Uh, a volunteer for what we call the StressProject.org, or Veteran Stress Project. And what we have been doing over the years, ever since Gary Craig introduced this to uh, some willing people at one VA in the country, Mm -hmm. um, he had... Long held the opinion that this was going to work, and he documented it lightly. He then documented it again, um, and we've made a film about it. And since then, we have put two trial studies into the field with veterans. We offer them free PTSD relief services as long as they will abide by the Veterans administration own the veterans forms, to describe that and qualify for that, as well as after filling out the same paperwork after. We wanted it to make to make sure that this study was using current milestones and measurements that are in the system for treating PTSD. So since that, I have personally worked with veterans, as have my colleagues, to relieve PTSD from every war since, I guess, the oldest one we have was the Vietnam War, all the way to those who have served in the Iraq-Afghanistan War. So we look at PTSD and how it affects everything, how it affects what we perceive, how our mind functions, how we love and relate to others, what we believe now about ourself and expect in our world, what we value. What we judge as good and bad and right and wrong—all of these everyday things—are part of how PTSD affects our body. But what?
1: Hold that thought, Johnny. We're going on break, and we'll be right back.
0: We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
6: Ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She's a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of WooHoo Inc. and the WooHoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do. In love, life, and business, she is going to be... Be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo
7: Radio Network.
6: Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Velosi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velasi's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, in. Science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together we make a difference.
1: back. Military Network Radio. I think, Jondi, that what would be helpful for me and perhaps for our listeners is that oftentimes if we can catch ourselves before we spiral up uh, and wind up, we, we would be better off. We don't let the negative energy gather too um, heavily before we discharge it. Is there something that you can talk about with EFT? So if, if I'm a veteran and I'm suddenly spinning up and I can feel myself being triggered, the beginnings of it – Are there ways that you can actually dissipate it and and not go into a full-blown trigger? Absolutely,
2: absolutely. That's what we're teaching people when we're treating them, always how to take care of themselves while we're also helping them get taken care of in that moment. So basically, let's just do this one thing in our mind. Keep in mind, PTSD is about undischarged threat response reaction. Mm -hmm. Okay, that means that the threat cycle just hasn't been able to be completed and therefore released. So it's still living on in us and what we call the limbic system. Every time that person, let's take you for instance, are feeling triggered, or another word for that is perhaps hijacked, or maybe activated is a good old fashioned word. word, Okay, Mm -hmm. activated. When I feel myself activated, what's actually happening? is my autonomic nervous system, which is just part of my design, starts dumping chemicals into my bloodstream mm-hmm. that will help me escape, mm-hmm. run, or fight, or if all else fails, fall down into sort of a catatonic state to mm-hmm. survive that crisis. Okay, That's what is beginning to happen. When we are mindful going, aha, here's that thing again, oh my goodness, here comes that thing again, and we start to tap on those acupressure points, what happens is the other half of our ANS, the autonomic nervous system, is to calm down. It's the part that helps us return to normal. The tapping starts releasing the threat to response feeling, In our body as well as it starts countering the chemical chain of events with the opposite the antidote if you will
1: how quickly does that work
2: immediately immediately it starts going into action because our body is built this way it's not about EFT it's about how you're built and it's about now that we understand what PTSD is and how our body's built we can enter our energy system and immediately start sending the calming effect
1: And so are those eight points that we tapped earlier, are those the same ones you would use?
2: Yes, they are. Those represent, let's call it the tune-up for the entire body. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, for instance, I'm going to take something. I believe when we were talking uh, somewhere today, you talked about how you can tell that you're getting upset, and you were getting upset about some weather ideas today. What is that like for you? I want to teach you how to become mindful and specific about what's bugging you.
1: I would simply say that I have one of those knees that when it rains, it mm-hmm. aches and bothers me. I can I can tell the weather. I'm like Bullwinkle's nose.
2: Okay. So somehow that sets up not only an expectation of what it's going to feel like. I'm taking it for granted it's not going to feel good. And right. I'm also thinking it sets some loopy thoughts in your head, perhaps, about the worry and what that means to you.
1: Well, it, it just isn't comfortable. Correct.
2: All right. So if we took the knee, um, let's see. If we took the knee, somewhat like somebody else might take a uh, a catch in their breath or their throat when they mm-hmm. heard uh or saw news or a person that reminds them of something, mm-hmm. they get quote activated. So the key thing is in that moment to say what just happened. I just felt my knee or I just felt that catch in my throat mm-hmm. or I just saw that image that reminded me of, okay? Uh-huh. It's personally specific. So, in your case, because what we have to work with is this knee activation, I want you to just say the simple truth while you tap on that point, the karate chop, even though my knee tells me big weather's coming, and that means it's going to hurt. If you I don't mind, John, I'd rather
1: it. use the PTSD example because I think I our would, listeners would relate to that. Better, and I, I think I can pull that off as well. Would you,
2: would you tell me what else you have to work on in that line? I'd prefer I would. Well. S-
1: okay. I, I believe that the um, mild anxiety that is pervasive in our culture today is, is, is relatively constant for most people, some okay. to higher degree than other.
2: Okay. So what you just told me is there's a mild anxiety that you have as a general rule, and when it gets bigger – Mm-hmm. How do you experience that usually? Meaning, shorter, how would it shorter
1: breath and faster heart rate? Okay, uh, I, I, it feels like the feeling of overwhelm that you were talking about before.
2: Got it. Okay, I'm going to use shorter breath and faster heart rate. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this idea of overwhelm. Okay. All mm-hmm. All right. So. Let's say lots of people feel that way, so I hope that they'll tap with us and just give this a try. Mm -hmm. All of you, call to mind right now something very current. We're not going back to retrieve your deep, dark moments. Very current right now. We're just going to say, oh, something like this. The truth is, and would you repeat? Yeah, good. The truth is I have mild anxiety a lot.
1: The truth is I have mild anxiety a lot. But I just
2: felt a little bit of that overwhelm creep in.
1: But I felt the overwhelm creep in. Shorter breath. Shorter breath. Faster heart. Faster heart rate.
2: And I accept myself anyway.
1: And I accept myself anyway.
2: Okay, Um, because we're just doing this as a an example and we don't have a real rate of that. Mm -hmm. I need you to just give me some kind of thing to compare it to when we're going to finish. Okay, real quick. How much is it right now when you think of that overwhelming feeling? So we'll know
1: six to seven,
2: six or seven. Beautiful. Go right back to your karate chop. We're just going to say it again. I like to do it three times to be very focused. The truth is overwhelm feels to me. Overwhelm feels to me. Like a short breath. Like a short breath. Like a faster heart rate. Faster heart rate. I call it overwhelm.
1: I call it overwhelm.
2: And I want to accept myself anyway.
1: And I am going to accept myself anyway.
2: Beautiful. I'm going to pick up what she said, right? Because it's the truth. Even though I'm feeling the little bit of overwhelm.
1: Even though I'm feeling the little bit of overwhelm.
2: And that for me is like shorter breath.
1: And that for me is like shorter breath.
2: And a faster heart rate. And a faster heart rate. That's just how it is right now.
1: That's how it is
2: right now. And I am going to accept myself anyway.
1: And I am going to accept myself anyway.
2: Good job. Linda, I want you to pop up to the top of your head this overwhelmed feeling.
1: This overwhelmed feeling.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be more specific when I go to the eyebrow and nose point. This shorter breath overwhelm feeling.
1: This shorter overwhelmed breath feeling.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm just pulling all these together. Go to the side of your eye. That, mm-hmm. far, that faster heart rate feeling. That faster heart rate feeling. Good job. Go underneath your eye, this feeling of overwhelm.
1: This feeling of overwhelm?
2: Mm-hmm. Go to underneath your nose, keep tapping. This overwhelmed feeling I'm having? Okay. So okay. This feeling I'm having? Good. On your chin, underneath your lip, this overwhelm feeling? This overwhelmed feeling? Good job. Right underneath your bony collarbone knob there. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling the overwhelm. I'm feeling the overwhelm. Good, and the last point just on your rib cage, on the side there, under your arm. That's what it feels like, this overwhelm. That's what it feels like, this
1: overwhelm.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And I want you to just come back to your karate chop as a place for you to be tapping while you consider. What is it like now? Check your breath. Check your heart. Check that idea of overwhelm. Notice what you notice and let it be true for you.
1: It's down to a one or a two.
2: Down to a one or a two. Now, that's good because if it's down to a one or two, you probably have more resources available to you at this moment. Is that true?
1: That's absolutely true. And, I, and at that level, I don't believe that I'd even notice it.
2: Beautiful. So, therefore, you would be able to take action or positive action steps that you needed to do, right? Definitely beautiful. Now, what I want to show everybody is that is a common sign of people who have PTSD, but it's much more pervasive than that. Mild anxiety, many, many, many people have, especially when they hear too much news or they're worried about something uh, in their lives, they tend to up the ante. So in answer to your question, this is where I need you to just be conscious what am i feeling right now what just happened let me take that acknowledged feeling into my tapping i just noticed this is happening and it feels like this and i accept myself anyway and i just want people to practice tapping with those basic steps the truth And how it feels.
1: You know, Johnny, I'm just considering this. You you mentioned, uh, I think on the break or maybe on air, I can't recall, that this can be taught to children.
2: Absolutely.
1: I think that would be amazing.
2: Children are so much easier. They don't carry all the baggage we do. And they're willing to listen to us, thank goodness. And we can say, (laughs) hey, Jim, what's that like right now? What are you feeling? Or Mm -hmm. what's going on for you? And Jimmy will go, I am so mad. And you just take the tiny truth and you just go, well, tap with me. I bet we can make it feel better. And he goes, okay. And so the two of you go to your karate chop and go, I'm just so mad. And then maybe you want to put something age appropriate, like I'm a good kid anyway. Right? Huh. I'm just so mad, but I'm a good kid anyway.
1: This is I, very practical.
2: It's and, completely- and very
1: usable, very accessible, too.
2: Yes, and don't be surprised if the child wanders off about, oh, a minute and a half into it. All they're telling you is they're done. They're fine. They're good to go. (laughs) And, you know, they need to go play now.
1: (laughs) But that's the best possible outcome.
2: Absolutely it is. And when you teach them that, Jim, don't forget to tap. Jim, I see you're looking really angry. Let's tap for a second, remember? After a while, you've created for that child what I call a new normal. This is just what I do to take care of myself. And before you know it, they're teaching another child. I'm, I'm making a whole new resource website just for children because I believe that we've got to teach the next generation how to do this as the normal thing to do in taking care of themselves.
1: I agree. And, Jandi, I'm going to end us there because I want to mention Operation Emotional freedomcom and stress project.org as organizations that people can find out more information and your personal website is what
2: it's eft Mm -hmm. the number four results eft for com.
1: okay eft for results.com and that is it's been very helpful today thank you for putting practical activity into it you're listening to military network radio and we will be back next week thank you for listening
0: Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com and in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your